Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I know we shouldn't, but it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure that sometimes Sophia and I, sometimes Olivia, usually not mom, like to watch the YouTube channel called Fail Army. And Fail Army is basically dedicated to those kids and adults who are still kids who do really, really terrible, stupid things that will probably result in somebody getting injured. These are the kinds of things that you do, and when your parents catch you doing them, they yell out, are you trying to get yourself killed? These are people that try and, you know, jump rivers on a motorcycle, or who try and jump off of a roof onto some kind of a trampoline, which then jumps onto a smaller trampoline, and things inevitably go bad. I remember when I was a kid, and my sister and my cousin Ian were at my great uncle Clarence's farm, and we found this old mattress frame mounted on some kind of wheels on this hillside behind the farmhouse. And we mounted this giant moose antler on the front, and we called it the moose machine, and we started to try and drag it up to the top of the hill so we could ride it to the bottom. Now, this is before video, so we probably would have ended up on Fail Army if, as I said, my parents hadn't run out and said, what are you kids doing? Are you trying to get yourself killed? Which we probably were. Now, it seems a little bit odd that on the very first Sunday of Advent, when we are focusing our attention on Christmas celebrations coming up in a few weeks, that the reading we would have would be the reading for Palm Sunday, which is still quite a ways off into the future on the other side of winter and winter storms. Or at least, we hope it will be on the other side of winter. You never know in Montreal. And yet, the reason we have this reading is because it is the Lord's advent into his holy city. It is Jesus, God's son, coming as long promised to his temple and to his people. The word advent comes from a Latin word that means approaching. And there's a lot of approachings, beginning with this first reading of Jesus approaching Jerusalem, that we're going to hear about as the Sundays go on through this month. We have Gabriel, approaching Mary and telling her that she is highly favored and that she will give birth to a son who will be Emmanuel, God with us. In a couple weeks, we're going to have the people approaching the Jordan River and John the Baptist to be baptized by him, confessing their sins and receiving into themselves the forgiveness of those sins in that water. And then, of course, finally, as the month draws to a close, we will have Joseph and Mary approaching, adventing to Bethlehem in preparation for the birth. This morning, though, Jesus is approaching God's capital city. He's approaching Jerusalem, and he's coming to Jerusalem on, of all things, a donkey. Which might seem very disarming, and might seem very cute, and not at all something that you would look at and say, this should be a video on Fail Army. It's kind of like Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a unicorn. Hardly a threat. But while it might seem cute to us, it was not cute to the people that were there because they understood exactly what Jesus was doing. 
And I would hazard to guess that if we recorded everything that was said and done in Jerusalem that day, and Mary, Jesus' mother, was there by the side of the road, we would probably see her standing, watching her son ride by on this donkey with everybody shouting Hosanna to the King of David, shaking her head and saying, boy, you're going to get yourself killed. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. And Mary would have known it. And the people of Jerusalem knew it. The leaders knew it. Everybody knew exactly what Jesus was doing and that was going to get himself killed. Now, on the one hand, we would say, well, the coming of the Lord should be a little bit scary. And what's scary about a guy riding on the back of a donkey? After all, we just had our Old Testament reading for this morning from Isaiah where Isaiah the prophet says, O Lord, that you would rend the heavens and come down, rip the skies apart and appear before all the people, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, and that the nations might tremble at your presence. That's pretty scary. That's like... Canada, summer of 2023, forest fire, kind of scary. It's like earthquakes off of the coast and on the islands of the Philippines, scary. And tsunami warnings in Japan, scary. Jesus riding on a donkey does not seem scary. But the Lord works through means. He has always worked through means, through things that don't look scary, but should give us pause, whether that is the water of the baptismal font, whether it's the bread and wine on the altar, whether it is this book we call the Holy Scriptures that we open up and say is actually God, the creator of all things, the ground and our talent, speaking to you and me and telling us what he would have us believe and understand about himself. In 1 Kings chapter 1, we read that Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites went down and took Solomon, David's son, and put him on King David's mule and brought him to Gihon. And there Zadok the priest took the horn of oil from the tent and anointed Solomon. Then they blew the trumpet and all the people said, Long live King Solomon. You know Solomon. And he became king riding on the back of not a war horse, not a tank, but a mule. In Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, we sing part of this as our gradual during Advent. We sang, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. And then it goes on, Humble and mounted on a donkey on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The people knew exactly what Jesus was doing. There was no mistaking the fact that while it might look disarming from the outside and it might look cute and it might look, oh look, here's this guy riding on a donkey. This was the coming King of Israel. And if you were one of those people that was not at all interested in having a new king of Israel, different than the rulers you already have, you were looking at that man on the back of a donkey and saying, this guy is going to get himself killed. The people got it. 
And in case you don't believe that, in 2 Kings chapter 9, we know what the people did when they saw another king riding into town. When Jehu came out to the servants of his master, they said to him, Is all well? Why did this mad fellow come to you? And he said to them, You know the fellow in his talk. And they said, That's not true. Tell us what he said. And he said, Thus and so he spoke to me, saying, Thus says the Lord, I anoint you king over Israel. Then in haste, every man of them took his garment and put it under him on the bare steps, and they blew the trumpet and proclaimed, Jehu is king. You get people taking off their garments, cutting palm branches off trees, laying them in front of a guy who is riding on a donkey into Jerusalem. You know what he is proclaiming about himself, and you know he is probably going to get himself killed. So Jesus comes in power. And yet, as God often does, he comes in power in such a way that it is both obvious and also not at all obvious that you could totally have looked at Jesus on the back of a donkey and had somebody say, he thinks that he's the king of Israel, and responded to them by saying, really? No, no, he's he's just riding on a donkey. He's just some cute prophet from Galilee. No, he doesn't think he's the king. You could easily have tried to make that case, but the people who knew, knew. So even though Jesus is doing nothing that looks like an earthly threat, he is not armed, he comes with no soldiers, he is not proclaiming death to the Roman Empire, he's riding on a donkey. Nonetheless, the scriptures make it clear exactly what he's doing. And in a few short days' time, he is going to get himself killed. But the reality is, it wasn't riding into Jerusalem that got Jesus killed. It was coming in the first place. Christmas is what got Jesus killed. The fact that God's Son decided to enter into our world, and you know what our world is like. You know what we are like. You know what humans do to one another. You have seen the record of history. You have seen the websites. You have seen the news stories. You know what we do to one another. And God chose to wrap himself up in our own flesh and come into that very world knowing full well that he was going to get himself killed. But he did it for you. And he did it for me. Because no longer would he listen to the cries of his people saying, Show yourself, Lord, that the mountains would quake at your presence, that you would reveal who you are, that you would demonstrate to us your very character. God says, I will do all of this and more, and I will be born of Mary, and I will come into the world not riding on a war horse, but as a child wrapped in swaddling clothes, and not to be placed in a throne, but to be laid in a manger. I will come that you might know me as a God who desires not judgment, but mercy and grace. A God who does not want to come into the world to condemn, but chooses to come into the world to save, even if it's going to get him killed. When Christmas Eve rolls around, a few short days from now, it's coming fast. We will pray a prayer 
It is the collect that we pray every December 24th in the evening. Lord God, who makes us glad with the yearly remembrance of the birth of your only Son, Jesus Christ, grant that as we joyfully receive him as our Redeemer, so we may with sure confidence behold him when he comes to be our judge. God comes the first time to get himself killed so that we see him as Redeemer, so that when he does finally come to judge the world, we will not fear him, but see his kindly face and know that he comes not to die again, but that you and I might live. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.